Blog Talk Radio. for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network
Yeah. All we thought that things would work out in the end, but friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Got the south side right behind me, homie. And for me, that's plenty. Now the bypass the drugs and the haters and the handy play the politics right and ever so gentle. Reach up and snatch that bread. Hit the fam fed. Get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn, all I can be, I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is me. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was talking that cheese like a new year. It's a revolution, so everyone be crucial. I can never break, you will never see me do so. Resolution, I will always be on top like revolution. Got the life cause I'ma shine bright. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Feel the music, baby, it's a resolution. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades got me dazing off and out of space. Working out my next chest move. A hole in the game to break through. In the meantime, I just grind and pray dues. Rob and stay true, rather die than shot shoes. Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise the face. And egos are much better than you. My flow is clever, fine, so I can never lose. And you know it won't stop till a brother talking shop. In an office with a view, and a 30 story drop. And a pretty girl or two saying, man, we take your shoes, clever, welcome to the top. Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shady Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play me Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You've been listening to Long Road Home This is DJ Food, Cannon Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food Hit clever, hit clever Shout out to my This is how I think Blowed out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler Top of the line, I'm Representing my mans on the block The chopper working move Grams on the
Alright, peace to the gods Peace to the goddesses I want to welcome to you Excuse me I'm going to start the show off like this I want to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation Here on High Frequency Radio Network I am your host, Soel When we understand incorrect information Incorrectly applied can get you hurt Correct information Incorrectly applied can get you hurt so we're looking to apply correct information correctly. That's what the foundation is all about. First, I want to start off by saying all praises, thanks, and honors are due to the creator and the ancestors. With them, we would not be here. And as always, I want to start off by saying peace to Big Brother Yusuf L. HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com Creator extraordinaire. I mean, I can't give this brother enough accolades, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is an inspiration. So, you know, peace, salute, big brother, Yusuf L. com. I would like to welcome you to, welcome yourself to, welcome to the foundation.com. So, definitely go there. That's welcome to the foundation.com. Jump on the email list. Sign up for that. More specifically, find the PDF section. You can also find the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the Twitter page. You can make a donation for the consultation all from the same spot. That is welcome to the foundation.com. Moving forward. I do want to say peace to all the listeners. I see jumping. So jumping in. You know, I hit a nerve with the top. We won't get into that. I want to say peace to all the, you know, all the listeners, all the live listeners. Peace. The live callers. I see the switchboard. Look at this. It's crazy. And it's a minute. You know, all the internet listeners. Definitely want to big shout out to the archive listeners. You know, can't always be here live. But, you know, that's the show nonetheless. And we appreciate that. That's the podcast, listeners, MP3 share, all that. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say peace to all the trustees and all those investing in their private education. Finally, I want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private. Anyone who has sent an email or well wishes or current event or anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. Another piece of those investing in the private education. Definitely. So, with no further ado, I want to jump in. Let's get into this. I got a mad curve today. So, let's talk about it. Do my best. You know, I'm not, I don't do it still in the public, so I'm trying to deal with that. But here we go. <clears throat> I, you know, this, this first one, I got three different sources saying pretty much the same thing. So, I've never seen this type of IPP. Um, IPC. This is on fooddive.com. Grocery prices for several brands will increase next year. What companies are saying some product prices at grocery stores will rise next year to cover increases in ingredients and shipping costs, according to Fox Business. Many food giants have signaled or already implemented these plans for 2019. 
retailers were initially reluctant to accept the increases, but they have since realized why they're needed. Baudelaire's CEO, Doug ran the book, okay, from Wall Street Journal, uh, reset prices for Big Newton's wheat stains and Triscuits were raised this summer, but he didn't say which products would be next. Hershey CEO, Michelle Buck, from Fox Business, the improved economy, increased consumer spending have softened retailer objections to price hikes, and the company would be charging more next year. Hershey will raise prices about two point. I'm sorry, 2.5% on a fifth of its price in 2019. I think that's significant. CNBC, you'll be paying more at restaurants this year. CNBC, brace yourself. The price hike at uh, Shake Shack isn't the only thing you're going to see this year. From burgers to pizza, consumers are going to be paying more for meals um, next year. What we're seeing is an increase to restaurant operators who are taking price increases, and the number one reason relates to labor and price increases. I guess that doesn't really make too much sense to me. Of course, let's move on. You'll be paying. You'll be paying more at the grocery store soon. Supermarket CEOs warn. This is on the FinancialPost.com. Recent cost pressures, including rising minimum wages, increased fuel and transport costs, and an ongoing U.S. trade war will soon result in some price inflation. CEOs um, said across the country. I'm going to move on. Let's go to the next one. That was Financial Post. Next one is um, is interesting. I want to say this is interesting. I'm going to move on. From that, but look, you could definitely look to, for price increases in food, uh, fast food restaurants. These things are happening; they're going to continue to happen um, as the economy is allegedly doing so well. World's largest dorm-style co-living apartment building coming to San Jose. This is California. This is on the Mercury News. This is where I picked it up. San Jose latest trend. Latest trending new apartment building coming to downtown San Jose will offer plenty of luxury amenities, including cleaning services, laundry, and dog walking. The catch, though, is each resident will share kitchen and living in a, and a living room with at least a dozen other strangers. The nearly 800-unit building set to break ground early next year is the latest project to embrace, quote, co-living, a dorm, a dorm-like setup where residents sleep in small private bedrooms and share common spaces as a way to pack more people into a building and keep rents down. It's a lifestyle that's becoming increasingly popular as Bay Area residents grappling with sky-high housing costs are forced to find ever more creative ways to stay afloat and developers are encouraged to come up with innovative methods to house more people faster. That's, uh, you know, um, I don't know how you feel about that, but, you know, we're seeing a, a, a jump. I don't know if, if it's popping off in your city. You know, press one to holler at me. But, you know, um, there are tense cities going up. There's, there's, there's um, jurisdictions, city jurisdictions, municipalities or whatever. They're allowing the homeless to pretty much create cities of tents in different cities, different urban areas, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, these housing costs um, are really 
really hurting people. And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of uh, big spike in homelessness, a large spike in homelessness, and a general you know, rise as, you know, the general rise and the overall rise in housing costs continue to increase. So as these, you know, these things continue to develop, I guess, you know, we're going to see more and more innovative ways for people to find housing. You know, that's telling as far as I'm concerned. What's also telling, moving forward, Lowe's is closing 47 stores in the U.S. and Canada. This retail apocalypse is getting serious. I don't know if you're walking around in your area. You may or may not be seeing, you know, uh, commercial spaces available where you would otherwise think, that why, why is this place available? This is a prime location. You know, there should be, you know, you know companies and stuff just chomping at the bit to rent these spots. But as you look around and, you know, if you're walking through malls in your city, or in your, you know your suburbs, you're going to see an influx in vacant, you know, property, vacant spaces on the commercial side. And you know, the commercial side, the commercial side is, is a definite indicator of what's going on in the private side, and you know, obviously vice versa. But you know, Lowe's is Lowe's. You know that that's the you know the big uh, you know retail. Home Improvement Store. This is out of New York. This is on CNN Business. And another sign of the times for retail. Lowe's is closing 47 North American stores. Lowe's said Monday that those locations are underperforming and the decision will help the hardware chain focus on its most profitable stores. Store closures, quote, are a necessary step in our strategic reassessment as we focus on building a stronger business, said the CEO Marvin Ellison. In a statement, you're going to continue to see, you know, these stores close. Retail stores are struggling, absolutely struggling to adapt to the rapid rise of online shopping, so-called online shopping, consumer spending, uh, particularly from Amazon. Many successful retailers with big stores have adjusted their business strategies, make better use of their physical spaces. This is how they're, they're pitching it. We're, we're just adjusting our business strategies to make better use of our physical spaces. That's what we're doing. That's why we're closing all these stores. It has nothing to do with the economy. It has nothing to do with people spending less. It's, uh, you know, it's Amazon, and, you know, we're adjusting our business strategy. All right, man. Including Sears, Kmart, and Toys R Us. Lowe's and its rival Home Depot have proven to be largely Amazon-proof because Amazon does not sell lumber or other heavy, bulky home improvement products. But Lowe's is struggling to keep up with Home Depot. Last year, Home Depot's revenue hit more than $100 billion, while Lowe's sales were below $70 billion. I'm going to move forward. You know, the sales are still there. They're, they're, they're shrinking, but they're still there. It's just, you know, sounds like the sales are getting cut into. Uh, moving forward, uh, back to consumer companies try price hikes as U.S. wage climb. Consumer Goods emboldened by a strong U.S. economy are rolling out prices and increases on everyday products and groceries after several years of haggling with big retailers that needed cheaper products to attract customers. Basically, things are going to get more expensive. Let me get to this one. Uh, this is 
interesting. I don't really talk about like you know this stuff too much, but uh, dumping the dollar. This is on RT.com. Iran and South Korea agree to a cross-country trade. South Korea and Iran have agreed to switch to national currencies and trade exchanges as the sides aim to strengthen relations despite the U.S. sanctions on Tehran or Tehran and Tehran. The agreement is great, is of great importance to both countries. Um, Yonhap News Agency reported explaining that the deal indicated Korea's concerns about relations. So, you know, this is the further dumping of the dollar. I just wanted to touch on that. I know I'm everywhere, but I got a lot, man. I got more. I got more. So, breaking Republic Republic Metals Corporation. I don't know if you know if you purchase metals or something, but this is a very, 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 very large um, silver company that is filed for bankruptcy. This is on SilverDoctors.com. It's not on any mainstream uh, news agency. They got the paperwork for the filing of, and they're filing for Chapter 11 in the United States Bankruptcy Court in the Southern District of New York. It's a big, big gold and silver refiner and a very large private mint in the United States. They're going under. Is that significant? I think so. I think it's very significant. Moving forward, CNBC gold firms as dollar dips post-U.S. verdict. Gold um, parred some gains today, but held firm as the dollar slid after the United States midterm elections delivered a split Congress. And as investors looked ahead to a Federal Reserve meeting for signals on future interest rate hikes. Um, The split government is unlikely to impact gold much. Gold has been rather inured to geopolitical developments this year. The biggest driver for gold remains the United States denominated currency. Reserve no, and its reactions um, have been reasonable given the dip in the dollar. This is Ty Wong, head of the metals trading at BMO. The dollar index fell, making bullion more attractive for holders of other currencies as a split commodities, dampened expectations for a major fiscal policy boost to the um, sorry to the economy. But yeah, CNBC gold firms as dollar dips. I don't know, man. It was real money. S&P 500, the Dow surged in best rally after midterm elections since 1982. So maybe we're beginning this melt up that started. Maybe not. CNBC Treasury yields fall after the election results come in as expected. The Fed kicked off its two-day meeting. The Treasury yields fell today after the midterm elections resulted in Democrats winning the House of Representatives and Republicans retaining the Bond traders said that the as-expected results are not likely to see major reactions from credit markets, though some said a split Congress could stall plans to further tax cuts and major spending. The Treasury years are down. Gold's up, dollars down, Treasury's down. It's not good. Back to Reuters, Fed likely on steady course, even as U.S. political landscape shifts. Sorry, landscape shifts. U.S. Federal Reserve began its policy meeting today facing a shifting political landscape, but little in recent economic data to alter the plans for an interest rate increase in December and more to come next year. So they're going to keep putting the interest rate up. They're going to keep raising interest rates. I don't know. If you know, tell, you know let me know if you're feeling it. Is your credit card payment a little, little higher? 
as the mortgage rate creeps up a little bit. I don't know, moving forward. Canada says it has no particular concerns over the trade deal after the U.S. vote. Has no particular concerns over the fate of the new confidential trade deal after U.S. elections that gave Democrats control of the House for representatives. What a senior official said. You know, we'll see. One of my mentors, you know, he said you know, that's not going to happen. You know, Canada's not going to sign on. It looked like they were, and then it looked like they weren't. You know, I'm waiting to see what happens, you know. I want to see if he's right. As China soy demand wavers, U.S. farmers turn back to grain. Um, this is significant to me. I'm um, having a discussion along similar lines with one of my friends, you know, maybe last week or something about this. Since the mid-2000s, North Dakota farmer Paul Thomas has planted more of his land with soybeans as China's demand for the oil seed group. The shift culminated this year when Thomas planted 1,600 of his 5,000 acres with soybeans. The most ever, but Thomas and many farmers like him plan to return to the old U.S. farm belt staples in 2019, corn and wheat. The change will reverse the trend that saw U.S. farmers plant more acres this year with soybeans than corn for the first time in 35 years. Expected shift to other grains comes as farmers struggle to sell the soybean crop because of President Donald Trump's trade war with China. China typically buys 60% of U.S. soybean exports but has bought almost none for months due to the trade war, pushing prices to a decade low. So I think, you know, People say, you know, hey, this, you know, jobs are being lost, you know, the farmers, the farmers. I think, you know, they're just going to, they got land, man. They're just going to plant, just plant something else, plant something that, and I, you know, I'm not a farmer, so maybe, maybe there's turnover, you know, you got to, you know, treat the soil. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm making it sound too easy, but ultimately I'm like, you know, I feel like, you know, if, if we're exporting a bunch of the stuff that we make um, more than what we're keeping, and to come to countries that, you know, maybe are like a whole ocean away or something like that. So, you know, if something breaks down with, you know, the situation with that country, are we going to be left in the dirt? Or should it be more of a situation where it's just like, you know, we just roll with the punches and just, you know, keep it moving? I think, you know, the latter should be the thing. But, hey, I don't know moving forward. <laughs> All right, so... Which one should I do first? I got two left. Which one should I do? <laughs> okay, so what we got here is I got an article. It's from WGNTV.com. All right. And it's called The World's First Robot Citizen Sophia. So this is robot that was given citizenship by the name of Sophia. That you know is being quoted here as be, having said that this robot wants, you know, they gave her gender to her, that she wants her own family. I think it's absurd. And then you know, last but not least, we got uh, Tech Spot. Dot com. They're saying that um, machine learning algorithm beat 20 lawyers in a legal non-disclosure analysis. 
A recent study by law geeks pitted its machine learning artificial intelligence against 20 human lawyers to see how it would fare going over contract law. Each lawyer and the law geeks artificial intelligence were given five non-disclosure agreements to review for risks. The humans were given four hours to study the contract. Um, the lawyers took on average 92 minutes to complete the task and achieved a mean accuracy of 85%. The artificial intelligence took only 26 seconds to review all five contracts and was 94% accurate. So this, you know, just further speaks to, you know, as we have, you know, further, further extrapolation of this internet of things, you know, these smart things, there's going to be programs and these types of things that start displacing jobs. You know, you got Flippy the Burger Flipping Robot that's coming in and you have all these different autonomous things. There's, you know, going to be this robot, this drone that flies off of, you know, UPS trucks and delivers the packages to the, to the house or something like that. You know, as this continues, it's going to displace more and more traditional jobs. You know, uh, attorneys, accountants uh, are going to be some of the first, I think, to go. Because, you know, usually and traditionally, machines can do these jobs better and much quicker once they know, you know, the underlying laws. So, you know, something to think about. All right, that's it. If for current events, let's get into it. I do want to speak on this Jubilee. All right, so some, I got people emailing me about this Jubilee I talked about last week. Okay, so I got it together. I got it together. So what it is is um, a Jubilee, you know, in the, in the, according to, like, you know, Catholics, um, is... What do we got here? The year of remission of sins, I guess. Okay, so I guess it seems um, fitting for me to do a jubilee. Remission of sins, sin, what we are, we're all in debt. That's the sin, right? Okay, so how do we get out of debt, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest thing that we need to be doing is organizing, you know, our private estate. I don't, if you know, if you listen to the show, if you listen to one show, you know where I'm at with this. If you listen to, you know, a majority of the shows that I've done, you're on high frequency. You are, you, there's no doubt. There's no question that my main mission, my main cause with regards to my, you know, this charitable education you know, on the air and then, you know, what I do in the private is for our families to reestablish our private state. Families. Our families. My people. Period. So that we can get out of this bondage so we can control everything and own nothing. So there's we can title assets, income, and property in the proper form, the proper entities, so that it protects from you know wealth eroding factors that do exist in the public. Taxation, litigation, lawsuits, um, all types of stuff. Taxes. I said that again, but I'm gonna say it twice. You know, you you tax on the income, on the check, and then when you go buy something, you got to pay taxes. When you buy something, man, whatever. So you know, when it comes down to it, you know it's it's energy that was given to us by our creator, not by the state or the government or anything like that. So we should be in a position or should be steadfastly working to get into position to our, our labor is not taxed. But a jubilee is, you know, um, I'm not a Catholic, I'm not a Christian, um, but, you know, I know it's a remission of sins. 
So it's fitting for me. So trustee training. Y'all know what I do. I do trustee training um, in the private. Business trust, asset protection trust, family trust, private contractual trust. You know what I'm saying? A trust is defined as a right of property, real or personal, held by one party for the benefit of another. I'm just going to say it off top. People are like, oh, man, I don't even do trust because, you know, then I, like, I, you know, I have to put my stuff, I don't have control of my stuff anymore. The trustees can run off with all my stuff. You, you are the trustee. What? You're the trustee. What do you mean? You, you, you are the trustee. You and, you know, whoever else, you know. I don't know if it's you, your wife, your husband, your daughter, your son, wh- whoever you determine to be worthy of that, you know, position is the other, you know, the other trustee. That's how it works. It's not someone else administering the stuff. It's, it's you. When you get to a generation or two ahead or later in the administration of the family trust or something, you know, these family assets and stuff like that, then you might, you know, the, the heirs, the successor trustees might elect to have the estate managed by professionals because it's a lot now because you did your job. Now it's a lot. You know, you got you know, a couple generations down, and it's a large estate with a lot of wealth. I don't know if you're realistic about it. You know, you, they're probably your grandchildren are probably or more than likely not going to be concerned too much with regards to trust because they are not in a position. They do not know the life that you knew. They, they're not going to know the life that we knew, the, the bondage, the taxes, the, the, just the debt, and, the, and the, the, the going to work every day, man, and, and not feeling like we're getting ahead. Seems like I'm born against the future just to sustain myself today. And no one likes feeling like that. So, you know, in that situation, I could definitely see, you know, the heirs not being very much concerned with trust. You know, trust is boring. I want to go skiing. Why? Because the family has a, 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 a cabin on one of them ski slopes over there. Crazy, like they, that's not how they grew up. They might be, you know, more than likely if you have a foundation, maybe they're caught up, you know, in the charities, you know, but more than likely they're pursuing their own, being a beneficiary of that family estate that you established. It's true, that's, 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 that's really what it is. So, remission of sin, um, the Jubilee is, you know, uh, trustee training, you know, if you've hit me up in the past, you know, it's not cheap. It's not, but it'll change your life and, you know, your whole, it'll never be the same. <clears throat> and it's just, you know, it's a one-time deal. And it's worth three times, four times. Of, you know the donation that some make to 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 invest in this private education. You know these entities, this estate will outlast you, will outlive all of us, and that's just, that's just a fact. With proper administration, which the training, you know that's what it is. These this, these entities, these contractual entities, will outlive all of us. What is a contract? The contract is an agreement to do or not to do a certain thing, and is one source of an obligation. An obligation is defined as a legal duty by which a person is bound to do or not to do a certain thing.
these contracts will outlive you, outlive all of us, like I said. So it's well worth it. It's, it's, it's worth it, it's, man. <clears throat> so when it comes down to it, you know, one person is going to be able to go through trusted training, you know, um, on the foundation. Just one. As we close this fiscal year, you know, this is my, you know, I don't know what to call it. I just, I'm just feeling compelled to be like, you know, to, for one person, I'm going to remove the financial hurdle with regards to trustee training. That, that financial energy or however that energy requirement is substantiated, I'm going to remove that for one person. Now, that may, you may be married, and okay, so that, that includes your spouse. You know, if if you have a family, obviously it's not just you; it's your family. But I'm gonna deal with you, and you're gonna get in trustee training, and you're gonna go private, and whatever you do after that, if you go to the trainings, if you if you pay attention, if you, if you do the required reading and the required, um, you know, uh, uh, public actions with regards to opening the bank account, you know, probably, you know, uh, uh, moving or circulating the currency the proper way that you're instructed, you know, it's up to you. It's going to be up to you. My thing is, you know, people who get stuff for free don't value it. And, you know, I know what it costs me financially and energetically and physically to get this information. And, you know, if you value something and you, you try to share it with someone and they dis, they're dismissive, it, it, it's not only disrespectful, or inconsiderate, but it's also, you know, emotionally painful. You know, it hurts. You know, it's like, you know, you're kind of hurt my feelings. I'm going to go over here and I'll tell you, you know what I'm saying? You're in my feelings. What I'm going to do if my feelings is hurt is, you know, that's, you know, that's different. Everybody does something different. But, you know, ultimately, y'all will never know what I went through. Never. You will never, never know what I went through to get where I am right now. But know what I know right now, which it isn't much. But in comparison and contrast to what's going on out here, in my opinion, it's obviously significant because the proof is in my works, the substantiation, in my lifestyle, and the lifestyle that I provide for my family. So with that being said, how are we going to do this? I thought about that for a while, too. And then I want to get to this topic. I'm going I'm to I'm take care of y'all. You know, how, how are you going to go private out assets? I'm going to take care of this. You know, I'm going to knock this out. I do want to be very clear on this, man, because I, I just want to be clear on how we're going to do this, okay? This is how we do it. Ju- the Jubilee, in order to qualify for the Jubilee, you got to like the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page. I mean, you got to subscribe on to the YouTube channel for the foundation. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, foundation. So I'm going to wait. Let me see. It's November. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do, let's do this for two weeks. Two weeks. So 14 days from today, y'all got what it is. I got 14 days from today to, you know, do whatever you got to do to do those four things. And and you also got to subscribe to the email list on welcometothefoundation.com. And I, I promise I'm going ran, to randomly pick someone. I'm going to verify, that, okay, they're on the email list. Okay, they're on, tw- okay, the tw- okay, Twitter, I see you. Instagram, if it's one that's missing, I'm going to go to the next person. I'm going to randomly pick someone else. 
and I'm going to go across the thing and verify the first person I'm able to verify on the, on the email list, on the Facebook page for the foundation, on the Twitter page for the foundation, and on the Instagram page for the foundation. First person, I'm going to pull your email from the email list. I'm going to email you, and I'm going to tell you, you know, congratulations. You know, you are the one, you know, one that you believe in. You, you are the one who, um, you know, and, you know, benefit from trustee training. And no cost to you all. You got to do is show up. Show up. Give me your address. I'm going to ship you the private manual. It's all all of it. I'm going to walk you through and get in a bank account, whatever bank you want. I just suggest a national bank because, you know, we're doing business. So if you, you're in California, you know, you're in Iowa, you're in South Carolina, you want to walk into a branch and do business. We don't want to be, you know, having a problem with a card or some checks or something like that, and we can't even walk into a branch and handle what's going on. So, you know, all of that, you know, you know the bank accounts, all of it, all of it, all of it. I'm going to walk you through it. It's all there. You just got to show up. So that's it. That's it. One more time. Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page, and uh, follow or subscribe to the YouTube page and um, sign up for the email, email list. That's five. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, YouTube. Yeah, that's five. That's the cost. That's the cost for the Jubilee. And I'm gonna pick one person at random. If you down, you want to do all that? Cool. You don't want to do it? Hey man, you ain't gonna do that. You gonna be advanced. You know what you want to do? You know, that's it. Um, if you have any questions, I hope you don't. Email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. But that's that's my mission here on you know high frequency. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get your family structured properly. As many families as I can get structured properly before I be out, that's what I'm out on. That's it. I don't care about really too much else. You, you know, you're okay, business, okay, I understand, because that funds, you know, the business trust. That funds the estate. I understand that. Okay, so let's do it. I, you know, I don't too much like it, but it's a means to an end. But, you know, all that. If you want to know specifically what trustee training is, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. But that, that's the jubilee. And, you know, I chose the word Jubilee. Some people may not like it. I don't care what you like. You've done it. So as we move forward, but I still love you, though. I still love you, baby. Hey, as we move forward, let's go. How do I go private with no assets? So how do I go private without any assets? And, look, you know, I was talking to this lawyer and stuff, and he was telling me, you know, oh, that's for rich people. Oh, you know, if you in order to open a trust account, you need at least a million dollars. I've heard that one before. I've heard that several times actually. You know, um, what else? What else have I heard? Um, that's, that's that's for people with you know for families that have a lot of money and stuff. And and and, and, and oh, oh, you know, you don't make enough. You don't make enough to have a private trust. You don't make enough to go private. You don't you don't have enough assets. I don't have assets. What you mean? I want to be very clear, very, 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 very clear. Every single person on this planet, if they wanted to, really, really wanted to, well, I mean, maybe not every single person, man, this war is going on, family. Um, you know, okay, okay, okay. Most people, you know, first world countries, more than likely, you know, not feel bad. There's people with me. You know what I'm saying? Most people. 
the United States, Canada, you know, Australia, UK, you know, Europe, stuff like that. You know, you go private. You know, Jamaica, you know, it ain't, ain't too bad down in Jamaica. And how you go private without any assets? How, how do I create a trust with no money? Huh? How do I create trust? First, first thing is first, you know, just because um, the trust doesn't have a bank account doesn't mean it's not a trust and it doesn't exist and it's not legitimate. Just because the trust doesn't have an EIN doesn't mean that it's not a trust and it's not legitimate. A trust exists when you think it exists. If you say, if you think it in your mind, it exists. But where's the evidence of the trust? So that's where the expression of the trust comes from. That's when you heard express trust. I know, you know, there's a document, express trust in the common law. It's cold. You find it on Welcome to the Foundation.com in the PDF section. And we, we throw these terms around a lot. And, you know, I don't know, you know, these things, you know, uh, defined properly. Let me say that, you know, properly defined. But, you know, let me tell you this. A trust exists whether, whether it owns anything, first of all, foremost, if you think it does in your mind, if you say so in your mind. You think the name of the trust in your mind, you say, okay, you know, this is, uh, you know, so L trust in my mind. And, you know, the beneficiaries is my people, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, that's, I'm just going to help my people learn how to, uh, you know, properly be structured. That's a trust. I'm, just, I'm telling you that it exists. Now, now, can anyone prove it exists? No. Do you know it exists? No, I haven't expressed it to you. A trust can exist if, if a number of people say it exists. If you can get three people into a court of law and say, yeah, man, he had a trust, man. And he said, you know, he, the trust was going to do this. And if that was the issue at hand, it don't have to be written on a paper, tell you the truth. Now, is that smart to expect three people to not only be found, but to actually, you know, go on a record and quantify a trust? Or the existence of a trust of what you said. Um, no, hey, let's not do that. Proper expression of a trust is through writing it down. You write uh, the proper expression of a trust in the form of a contract because the Constitution protects contracts. And, you know, we are able to contract unlimited. And how do we do that? How do we, how do we contract unlimited? But we do it every day, honestly. But we just don't know. Or maybe we don't acknowledge it. Either way, it's done. And it's done on a daily basis. First and first most important thing with the proper administration of a of a of a you know, a private estate is a knowledgeable and continuously learning administrator. That administrator, in our sense, is the executive trustee or executive trustees, number one. Number one. So if you have someone, you, dear listener, dear, you know, foundation listener, if you have the will and the wherewithal to become informed, and knowledgeable with regards to not only trust entities, 
but also their proper administration, that's the first step. It's going to be real. That's it. Number one. No, nothing can stop you after that. Number two, how do I go private without assets? Um, you have assets. When you're dealing with a private contractual trust, what is the corpus of the trust? You know, there needs to be a corpus of the trust. There needs to be trustees. Um, there needs to be a grantor. There needs to be beneficiaries. Whether we're talking about complex, grantor, or simple trusts, li uh, living trusts, whatever, these positions need to be filled. And, and these positions are very important. But the corpus of the trust, the res of the trust, the actual, you know, assets or property of the trust can be simply For example, one ounce of silver. Wow. Is it that simple? Yeah, yeah, it could be it could be a half an ounce of silver. It could be um honestly a book. That's the corpus of the trust. Yo, you're tripping. You're you're talking crazy. No, I'm not. Listen. If within the contract that that's with the corpus of the trust, but the trustee's job is to grow the trust, the trustees sign on to that contract, those, they, that's an asset. An ounce of silver is an asset. A gram of gold is, is an asset. You can execute that indenture. You can call the IRS and get a foreign EIN if you really want to. And then you can go open a bank account. You can do business in the public with that trust. Is it, a, is it a true, legal, recognizable trust? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. How much is in the bank account? I don't know. 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Whatever. What you going to do with that trust to grow the asset base of the trust? I don't know. Real, real, real talk. Let's, let's just say the, the, the corpus of the trust, the, the asset base of the trust is five ounces of silver. If it's a properly drafted contractual trust, private, non-resident alien trust, complex trust, it is going to have provisions in the indenture that allow the trustees to borrow, barter, sell, pledge, mortgage the trust. So essentially, the trustees can go out and, you know, just hypothetically speaking, go out and take those five ounces of silver and borrow against them, sell them, use those silver to securitize. Now they have Federal Reserve notes. Now what the trustees do with those Federal Reserve notes, that really boils down to proper administration. As long as it is in an unencumbered asset, it can constitute the res or corpus of a private trust. Now, when you're dealing with a statutory trust, I don't know. you got to check the statutes. Statutes might say, hey, man, it's got to be this, it's got to be that. I don't know. Definitely got to check the statutes. Definitely. I don't know, man. Hey, if it owes its existence to legislation, if it's created by legislation, if it owes its existence to legislation, therefore, it is governed by legislation. A contractual trust is governed by the contract and venture itself. That's that. It's, it's 
There's not much that can be said about that. If you understand what that means, that's the most powerful aspect of the, of the trust. Most powerful aspect. Now, so when you, you know, tr- let's say you were talking about trustee training earlier. So, okay, so, you know, those trusts, is the corpus of those trusts silver? No. No, it's not. Am I am I am I jive uh, talking right now? No, I'm dead serious, man. It can be an ounce of silver, man. I'm telling you the truth, man. Ultimately, though, you know, you got to think there's an office of the trustee. So that that's the angle I come at it with in the private. You know, what I'm saying this is public, so that's as far as I'm gonna go. Y'all in the private, you know, trustees, you know what I'm talking about. If you got your long form, you, you know what I'm talking about. But you know, some things remain private, but. Have I ever started a trust with silver? Yes. Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, uh, there are silver bonds that are <laughs> on file with regards to, you know, my, me, my, you know, legal, my, my, my natural living breathing. Why do I say silver? Because, man, you don't, you don't, you know, necessarily want something that's going to draw back to the public. You know what I'm saying? It's silver. You know, what kind of silver is it? Now, you can be as specific as you want to be. Is it a silver bar? Is it a silver round? Is it a silver coin? Is it a silver toothpicks? Is it silver chopsticks? Is it silverware? Is it sterling silver? I don't. It doesn't matter. The intrinsic value is the silver itself, the, the substance itself that was used to fashion whatever it is, whatever you know, the, the specific instrumentality is, or whatever. Um, the bottom line is, you just you just want it to be silver. You could do gold. You could do gold. I wouldn't do no Federal Reserve notes. I wouldn't do, you know, anything in the public to dominate, you know, uh, uh, stocks in a, in a corporation, you know, anything like that. Now, um, could, could you, you know, a business trust hold corporate stocks for, you know, um, for, 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 you know, investment, for capital? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But, you know, would you want that start off the corpus of the trust? As you know, some publicly you know uh, denominated stocks. I wouldn't. I would not. No. Nah, I mean, that's too. Nah. That. No. Nah, I don't like that because now you know uh, that may be you know creating a minimum contact with you know the private and the public because you know the corpus or you know the res of the trust or you know the uh, you know the the, uh, the uh, property or value that was used to you know um, execute the indenture. Was actually, you know, uh, it, it derived its existence from the public. So I wouldn't, you know, you know, along those lines, uh, you know, a CD, a certificate of deposit, uh, you know, life insurance. I wouldn't use any of that. Anything public, you know, I wouldn't do it. I think the, you know, the most, the safest thing to do is, and you can get an ounce of silver for fifteen dollars right now. There's places that will give you a half ounce of silver for like eight bucks. So, you know, I, I think that's, you know, I think it's significant. And, you know, look, my name is So L. My name is Seeker of Truth, Speaker of Truth. I'm, I'm just going to tell you the truth. These guys are out here telling you, you know, public and private, you know, so called private and public, out here telling people that, you know, um, Oh, you don't have enough money to start a trust. You don't have enough property. You don't own enough. You, you know, that, that's for people with millions and 
you know, you gotta have millions to do that, and all that. That's it's, it's, it's false. That's a fallacy that they have in their mind that they're projecting onto you. And you know, you know, I feel like overall, you know, we're very trusted. We're very skeptical too. But if I don't know anything about it, and you're talking about it like you like you know something, you, you know, you're exuding this confidence and stuff. I'm, I'm probably gonna listen to you. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. So, you know, I'm gonna listen to you. And there's more people that's gonna you know, listen and not check it out than not. So you know, I wanna let you know, um, it's definitely, definitely easy to go private without asset. Now, a lot of people, you know, you can get technical and say, hey, so an ounce of silver is an asset. Hey, man, you're right. But, you know, to you, what's an asset? You know, you can start a, you can start a, uh, start a trust with, you know, um, uh, a trunk for the clothes. That might be an, that's an asset. You know, it's an asset to people close an asset. You know, maybe, I don't know, some seeds. And I'm, I'm not trying to be redundant. I'm just saying, like, anything... Uh, of substance. Substance means you can touch it and value. And I can't tell you what's valuable and you can't tell me what's valuable. When it, go, when it comes down to, you know, not having any assets, you know, it's kind of a trick thing. You know, we all have assets. The key is, you know, our, how are we utilizing our assets? Do we truly value our assets? And your biggest asset is your mind. Honestly. The biggest asset, in my opinion, to a trust is, you know, going to be uh, a competent administrator. Or competent administrators, and you know the, the designation of such. But it's it's a, it's very very important um, question. What do you know? What happens if um, there's a there's an issue? Let's say there's an issue with a, with an account that is associated with an individual. Or some sort of, you know, corporation in the public. There's an issue with the account, and um, you know, they, they they seize the money out of the account. They take the money out of the account. Say the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, because it's you know an individual or a corporation. They just take the money out of the account, and you got to go fight. I've, I've I've dealt with clients as, as dealt with it. You got to go fight to get the money back. Whereas you know if if, if you're dealing with a with a an account that's set up properly with a private contractual trust. Um, do you know what happens with that account in the same circumstances, similar circumstances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, frozen. They freeze the account. And it has to be a proper, you know, uh, transpiring of a, of a specific process. And however that process transpires, then they can take the money or they have to leave the money alone. It's more of a, you know, they freeze the accounts versus just go in there and just take it. And this, this, you know, I'm talking about the public banks. That's the difference of having your, your, your money, your cash in an individual account or, you know, uh, LLC, corporation, public, you know, account versus in a private trust account. 
those entities are legislated by, I mean, they're governed by legislation. The trust is governed by the contract itself. They have no jurisdiction over it. You know, they have to prove jurisdiction and prove, you know, all this stuff and then go through these channels and then be able to get the money. Versus these other entities, you know, they're, hey, they're public, you know what I'm saying? They already have the channels for you to get it back after they took it. Where we know the private set up, they have to go through channels before they take it. This is one example. Another example that I've dealt with personally, being pulled over when your when your car is in the trust. I'm not playing with the oh, I'm not I don't have no license plates and you know I'm traveling. I ain't playing with that. I told y'all before, man. I'm not playing with these with these policy enforcers, highway robbie dudes with guns and, and tasers and stuff. I read an article, they tasered this brother until he until he died, until he had a heart attack, man. These fools out here are savage, you know what I'm saying? I'm not playing with these fools with no plates. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's just in trust, man. I'm private. I understand I can name the trust whatever. ITL Intelligence Services Trust. And, and title, title the vehicle in there. And just whip around. Like, man, I can name it whatever. Whatever. They pull up on me. They walk up to the car. Is this your vehicle, sir? No, it's not, sir. It's an, an entity that I'm authorized to administer per contract. See how they talk to you. See how they, see how they act. I'm telling you, I've, I've been a part of it. The tickets I've gotten out of by just being cool and just talking like I know something. Car, your, your car is an asset. I don't care if it's a 1973 Pinto. It's an asset. Even if it don't run, it's an asset. So I'm going to buy those wheels. The junker will take it and give you 200 bucks or something like that. It's an asset. Put it in trust. Pull over, see what happens. See how different of an interaction you have. Now, you know, obviously it goes off on how we behave. But, you know, just them pulling that registration and looking at that and being like, huh? That's not typical. So you start off not typical. Before they, even, before they even see your face, this is not a typical situation for them. You know, they may, may be something sort of like it, but it's not typical. And then when they when they start talking to them, and the conversation isn't too typical, it's not going to be a typical outcome. My opinion. You don't need a lot of money to go private. You don't need a lot of money to um, start a trust. You don't. You, know, you, don't, you know? um, I had a trustee call me the other day. And, you know, I feel like there's people in the public that just are ignorant. Uh, he was opening the bank account, and he called me. He was like, they said I need $1,500 to open the bank account, the trust account. I was like, what? They said I need $1,500 to open the trust account. I was like, are you sure? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. I was like, you mind handing her the phone? And he handed her the phone. I got on the phone with the sister. And, um, you know, I talked to her. And, I, you know, I figured I was just talking about handing the phone back. You know, I, I told him, I was like, man, it's a $15 uh, minimum balance that they want before they charge a fee. There's no minimum to open a trust account. You can give them $10, $5. Yeah, what you been opening your account? What you say? I got five dollars for you. Oh, you know, there's a, there's these stipulations and 
you know, after 60 days, we start charging the fee. You know, this, in my opinion, these fees are negative interest rates. They say America's not doing negative interest rates. I say they are. You can really only go to, like, credit unions and stuff like that to get no interest, uh, no no fees on the checking accounts and stuff like that. But, they, you know, these people will say slick to you, like, oh, you need $15,000 to open an account. No, you don't. I need a $15 minimum balance, otherwise I incur these fees. Um, I'm fine with the fees. You know, I know if I use a check card a certain amount of times in a month and the fees are waived, or if I do a direct deposit, you waive the fee and stuff like that, then, you know, they start acting different. Different when you're dealing with someone in the public and they tell you that you can't do anything, anything, and you, you, you properly and respectfully rebut their presumption. You do two things. You show them that you're not ignorant. And you show them also that there's things that you know that they don't. It's just when you're dealing with most of these people in the public, all they come across when it comes to trusts or when it comes to private entities are people who have money, who have these entities. So they um, mistakenly assume that these are the only type of people that can have these entities, especially people in banks. In brokerage accounts Like listen These people are Dealing with a certain Niche And I know you know We're, we're people of we're, we're creatures of habit and we, You know we get used to seeing certain things And we assume that it's going to continue And stuff like that But like listen Listen you do not Have to have Any money or assets To go private So called assets You got clothes on your back You got, you got assets you also want to put yourself and the trustees in a position to win. What's the main job? To legally avoid taxation on income that's being generated for the family estate. That's the number one job. So we want to put ourselves in an advantageous situation so that we can more effectively execute our duties as trustees of the contract entities. So we must invest in our private education. But your number one asset is your mind. Your number one asset is your mind. Your number one asset is your mind. Some people put more energy into their money than their mind. Some people put more energy into their favorite sports team than their mind. Some people put more energy into their spouse or, you know, love than they do their mind. Some people put more energy in their car than their mind. Some people put more energy in, and in how they dress than their mind. Like, if you are what you think about. You are what you do. You exercise your mind. Because that's what's going to distinguish you from anybody else. I could throw you a whole trust, a whole estate. I could just throw it to you. Here, here, here's the paperwork. Here's this. Here's the here's that. Here's that. Here, take it. But if you have not invested in your private education, invested in proper administration with regards to these types of entities, haven't invested in proper ways to interface with the public and keep the and retain the benefits and rights. With regards to these entities, it does you no good. 
I did you a disservice. Actually, I gave you something that you know you could do something with, but you don't know how to. So now, you know, I mean, what good is that? What good is it? Like, hey, man, here, here goes a car, man, free car. And you're like, man, man, so it's cool. I need you a free car. But you go out there and ain't no tires on it, man. Like, thanks, but now I got to go get some tires. Now I got a new problem. You have to invest in, in your education, private education. You're not going to get this. There's no there's no worksheet that I can give you that you can follow step by step, and you can go private, and you're probably going to minister your estate for the, the estate for the rest of your life, and you're going to make sure that the successorship does not break, and all the you know assets are going to remain intact in the trust, and you're actually going to find there's no way, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do for that. I can't, no, it's impossible. It does not exist. And when we get to the level of understanding that we know that in the private, we are all powerful. It's, it's 100% responsibility, but we're 100% liability, but also 100% control. We stop letting these people tell us, oh, you don't have enough money to go private. You don't have enough money to go start a trust. You don't have enough assets. You don't, you don't have enough houses or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we can tell them, you know, correctly and properly and nobly that they are, you know, mistaken. Or we can just, you know, smile and nod. Just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it cares. Like, you're, you're in the public, man. You have no idea. I'm not going to argue with you. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, let me talk to your supervisors on time and place. Stop letting people tell you this is important. Also, man, we got to stop starting stuff and not finishing it. Let's just get real. How do you go private without assets? You start and, and you finish. You, you, you stay consistent and dedicated. First you believe, then you begin, then you become what? Private. It's a, it's a transition. It's depending on how much you, how many assets you have, like how much money you have and what type of industry you're in. It may take several years to fully go private. First thing you want to do is privatize your assets and, you know, your, your, your wealth. You know what I mean? First thing you want to do. And if that means just, you know, writing a check from, you know, your personal account or your brokerage account that's in your, you know, legal name, you know, the all capital name to, you know, just a trust account, it's that simple most of the time. But, you know, there's tax implications that we got to take into play. I mean, this is a process. You know, I don't want to, and most of us, I know we know. This is not something that's easy to do. It's not. Is it possible? Yeah. Is it easy? I, maybe it's easy, but it's not quick. How about that? There's no way. It's not. It's not fast. It's not like oh, it's not like a microwave type thing. And ding, and all of a sudden you're private. No, it's not. Nope. And you just gonna put the timer and walk away and go do something else and be private. Nope. And I get that a lot, you know. But how you go private without assets? You invest in your education. You invest in trust, trust administration, and you understand that the corpus of the trust or the actual body or the res of the trust can be whatever you want it to be. Just make sure that it's private. You know? Make sure it's not like corporate stocks or like, you know, Federal Reserve notes. Or the corpus of the trust. I see, man. Oh, I got a trust, man. Look, look. So, so I got a trust, man. All I really need is training. I don't need to. Oh, look. Okay, so will you scan the trust indenture and send it to me. These fools got $50. You, you're not, and then they got USD in there, man. USD. 
denominated. That's that's what you start. You need to start. Hey, come on, man. This is this not is not some of the most perfunctory, you know, uh, uh, infantile, you know, type of behavior, man. I mean, look, either you got it from someone who's just doing it to do it. Oh, I do the trust, or you just don't know what you're doing, man. It's like, look, we need to take time to look. Do you know how much it it will hurt you? Let's get real. Let's get real. Do you know how much of a pain it will be? Because here's here's how here's how it works. You're gonna go private, you know. So um, you know, what what you think is private? With these weird types of um, bodies of your trust, the corpus of your trust, the, these these okay, with the USDs. You understand what I'm saying? They, the IRS usually usually waits three between three and seven years before they audit. You, you, la, 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 for three years, you think you private, four years, five years, six years, IRS comes along and says, hey, you are not private, we are auditing these past four years, we're disregarding these trusts as separate entities due to what we see and allege as co-mingling and self-dealing, we are, um, uh, claiming specific personal jurisdiction over the trust due to the corpus of the trust and due to the proper administration of this entity is disregarded. And, oh, that's not trust income. All of that was individual income for all those years. You owe this much in taxes for this year, this much in taxes for this year, this much in taxes for this year, and this much in taxes for the fourth year. And on top of that, you owe penalties and interest for all of those years starting four years ago. So we can either go to a hearing and you can prove that you properly administered this trust with United States notes as a corpus, <laughs> or you can just pay these back taxes and fines, basically, which means you're, we're going to be threatening to garnish your wages and take your property that was not properly put into the trust, by the way, because we disregarded the trust, so all those property exchanges, no, no, that's not, doesn't belong to the trust. It actually belongs to you, and we're taking that as well. It ruins families. It ruins marriages. It ruins relationships. It ruins lives. This is not a game. So we need to educate ourselves. We need to invest in our private education. We need to invest in our private education as much as we can, as much as we possibly can. If you find a mentor who's who's worth it, you know, do whatever you got to do to get mentorships from that mentor. It's not. It's going to be more than one. Hands down, you're not going to find one guru who's going to help you with with trust and commerce and and with investing and starting a business. And you're not going to find it. It's like you're going to have to deal with multiple mentors, and you're going to have to put them through you know the rigors. But, you know, when you find that, you know, these mentors are approved, you need to make the move as soon as possible. We're, we're racing against time. I don't know how long you've been alive, but as long as, long as we've been alive, we've been paying into the system that we're never going to get returned on the investment. And on top of that, we are improperly structured. That we're not going to be, we're not in the position to even attempt to pass that on to our our successors, our heirs, to the next generation. 
So as stressed out as I am, as stressed out as you are, right now sitting here with my monetary system, my own personal family monetary system, you know, you know how it is. We we can guarantee if we don't get this right, our children and grandchildren are more than likely going to be doing the same thing we're doing, if not in a worse situation. Because here come the robots. There go the jobs. How do I go private without assets? I really don't know. I don't I don't know anyone who doesn't have any assets. How about that? But you know, like I said, the real of it real of it is, let it be the corpus of your trust can be an ounce of silver. Be an ounce of gold, it can be a gram of gold, it can be a half ounce of silver. As long as it's, you know, I like to do it with real money. Now, like I said, is that what we do in the private with regards to how I teach and administer trust? No, we do not use that. We, we title that, you know, we, we, we get that. I just, you know, I'm definitely trying to get your mind going. But, you know, money non-disclosure with regards to the private business of the foundation LLC Trust. This is a public forum. Now be a disservice to the trustees. Oh. There's nobody coming to save you. You know, there's no one coming out the sky or, you know, no one, no family member that you're going to realize that, you know, this rich uncle or, you know, um, you're not going to find someone walking down the street and they're going to walk up to you and say, hey, man, you need, you look like this. You could use this and just give you, you know, half a million dollars and a manual on how to make it to 200000 million dollars. Like, there's no one, there's no one coming to save us. You know what I'm saying? So the only one that's going to save us is ourselves. No one's going to ensure that you, you know, um, learn the things that you need to learn in order to perpetuate your wealth that you create, not only within your lifetime, but through multiple generations. No one's going to run up on you and tell you that stuff. You're going to have to work for it, and you're going to have to sacrifice for it. You might have to go without cable for a few months so that you get your private uh, education. You know, maybe you might have to sell something. In order for you to get your private education, you might have to get down to get up. And I'm guaranteeing you, in order for you to get into a different situation, a better situation, more nine times out of ten, we have to get down to get up. Nine times out of ten, we have to continue to work and go to that extra class or or do those Uber rides in order to get into a better position. Nine times out of ten, it's going to get worse before it gets any better is what I'm trying to say. And we, we need not fear that. There's nothing to fear. Nothing at all to fear. You can rest assured that when you establish your private estate, your business trust, asset protection trust, family trust, that this is, these are entities that are going to outlast you, that are going to benefit your family, your progeny for multiple, multiple, multiple generations. Research these wealthy families on this planet. Vanderbilt and stuff. What's his name? What's his name? Anderson Cooper. He's a Vanderbilt. He's from the Vanderbilt family. These names perpetuate through centuries, through ages. You can do that. Why not? Why not your name? Why not? Why not your family name? Huh? 
Why? You tell me why. You tell me why. Tell me why. Give me ten good reasons why. No, give me two. Give me two. Time's up. I don't want to hear it anyway. Because it's not true. It's all on what you do, and it's all on what you choose to do, and it's all on what you dedicate and focus your energy towards. And if that's going private without so-called assets, then so be it. Make it so. But, you know, if I go through these current events every week, and it's like, man, you know, I'm not cherry-picking this stuff. This stuff is everywhere. It's like, this is not getting better. The economy is not getting better. Uh, the Federal Reserve note is not gaining value. It's losing value. Uh, you know, housing is not getting cheaper. Land is not getting cheaper. These stocks might go poof. These bonds, all this, all this fake stuff might go poof, but there's more and more people on this earth. There's more people than, you know, there was 10 years ago. And the creator isn't creating more real estate, you no know, more land. Same thing, you know, global warming, you know, the sea levels are rising. So we're losing land out here. This is going to keep going and going and continue and continue. And, you know, we're, we're coming up on one of the largest wealth transfers in history. And we're looking to not only sustain, but gain. And we have to be properly structured. We have to have the correct assets. We have to have them properly titled. But when this system starts cannibalizing itself and its citizens and its, and its straw people or whatever, all of our assets and all of our wealth is outside of that, is without the United States, is not effectively connected within the United States. We got about 90 seconds left in the broadcast. I'm gonna stream a little bit. I'm gonna go to the phone lines, man. Good switchboarders. It's amazing. Oh. Amazing when we live up. 424-222-5250 if you are online. You will get kicked off. You will have to. So once again, if you're listening online, you want to call in 424-222-5250. Um, y'all know, man, I do this because I love y'all. I do this because, you know, um, I reached a certain level, you know, of what most people would call success. And, you know, I saw that my people were in the lowest economic state in every country that I went to, in every city outside of the United States that I went to. And it was it actually worse. It was a mess. You think ghettos, and I've seen okay, look, look, okay. So there's some bad ghettos in the U.S. I'm not even on front, but I saw some really tore up stuff in different countries, you know, especially you know in the um, you know in the Caribbean and stuff. <clears throat> so you know, it is what it is for me. Many are called, but few are chosen. I know that. I understand that. You know, there's hundreds, hundreds. Sometimes thousands of listeners to the foundation. But there are very, 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 very few in my, you know, there's, there's few, you know, trustees that I'm dealing with in the private. And then even then, you know, there's fewer trustees that stick with it and don't fall off the wagon, you know, through the process of, you know, Learning the required knowledge and terms and mind state and transition prices. That's a process, like I said. Like there's there's a lot there's a large number of people just for whatever reason, and I always tell everybody, when you start learning private information, you 
will be tested in your life. Uh, it might be financial. It might be spiritual. It might be in a relationship. It might be at your job. It, 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 you are going to be tested. Hands down. I've not met anyone, anyone who wasn't tested before they came into this information, before, you know, the stuff really started clicking and they really had their hands on some substantial expression in regards to instruments of their, you know, their estate, their trust and started doing business. And started actually titling properly and, and removing all the liability and retaining all the control. I mean, anyone who was not tested, no one, not one person. And it's not a phenomenon. So many are called, but few are chosen. You know, and I know, you know, it's not going to be that many. And, you know, and a lot of times I don't like this. Think like that, but it is—it's it, just the truth. But I, you know, I trust that you know this audience, this audience, the foundation. Majority of the foundation, I, you know, I believe in y'all. I really do. I believe in y'all. We're a team. We're all, we're all in this together. I'm gonna go to the phone lines. All right. Y'all wanna holler at me? Ooh, look at this. All right, so, you know, first caller, I'm going to go in. Uh, we start with 386-3320. Uh, 386-3320. Three, 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 Peace. What's your name? What are you calling from? All right. That must have been an accident. 512 Peace. Hey, man. My name's Greg. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Hey, Greg. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you taking time and uh, sharing all that information with us. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, this is my first time tuning in, so I'm looking forward okay. to, uh, you know, I'm already, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if I could ask questions or if this was just, you know, to shout out or whatever. Um, but it's part of this process with secured party creditor. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Um. Oh no, no. Specifically, I'm we're talking about um, uh, private contractual trust. You're talking about the trust, to okay? Organizing your estate, your okay. private estate. Yeah. yeah, got it. So that's specifically this right now. You're at the, you're talking about the trust factor. Yes, yes, sir. Yep. Okay, outstanding. No, I, I appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to learning more. Absolutely, great. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. Oh, by the way, man, I liked all your Facebook and the whole deal. So remember me. <laughs> okay. Yep. I will remember you. I remember right, Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yep. You have a great night. Bye-bye. You too. Peace. All right. Uh, 929-4056. 929-4056. Peace. Which name are you calling from? 
Peace, my brother Sonal. This is Sister Yvette calling in. I missed you guys for a couple of weeks. Peace, kings and queens. My brother, you gave some vital information, and like you said, they have to get down to get in. And I can't stress more than enough. I've been sick for the past month, and I had to reevaluate some things. I'm working hard to work for somebody else and build their empires and their trust. Once I get back on my feet, it's no more building for others. It's building for myself and my family. Kings and queens, I cannot stress more than anything. You need to have your private education. You need to get your trust in order. You need to get your LLCs in order, your business, because at the end of the day, this is yours. If you get sick, you can't make it to work, you don't have the money, you can fall back on your assets. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. When I made my choice to invest in my private, I stopped going out to restaurants, I cut out going to movies, I cut out hanging out, I cut out the nails, the pedicures, the massages, the hair, everything. I had to make that sacrifice, and I'm not going back. This was an investment well worth the cost. And my back a little bit? Yeah, I'm back a little bit because of health issues, because of stress, because of variation. But now that I'm looking at the situation, yeah, you're going to be tested. When you get into the private and you make that transition, everybody's not going to pat you guys on the back. They're not going to be happy for you. They're not going to help you out. They're not going to lend you money. They're not going to give you stuff. They're not going to be forth giving and whatever. When you make that transition to go private, stay private. Keep your mouth shut. Get on your grind. You're going to have to find a different set of people to hang out with. You're going to have to study. You're going to have to read. You're going to have to retain, regurgitate, retain, and you're going to have to keep doing that till you get to your status. Is this an overnight fix? No. It's not going to be overnight. I started six months ago on my LLC. I'm still going. You're going to have to learn how to build business credit. You're going to have to learn how to sacrifice. If you're spending any place from 200 to $400 a month on foolishness, you can invest in your private education. I cannot stress that more than enough. It's going to pay off. These mentors are building you to a whole new level. Once you get to that private education, once you get to that status of private funding, locking down property, precious metals, you're going to see the difference. It's a big difference. You will be able in the long run, in the next three to four years, to buy whatever toys you want. But right now, my kings and queens, you got to sacrifice. My brother Saul L., you keep doing the work because I already told you from last year, for much that is given, much is required. 
All that you are casting out is coming back to you. The donations, the doors are opening for you. Continue to go through the doors. Unfortunately, you can't take everybody through the doors with you because some people are weights and they're hindrance. When you go through your doors, you're going to go through your doors and they're going to continue to open. As you keep your heart, your mind, your intentions, and your hands clean, the ancestors going to make sure to carry you through more doors and give you more favor along the way. You continue to do the right thing, my brother, because trust and believe you haven't faulted yet, you haven't failed. And take care of your health. Regardless of what's going on, take care of your health. Be blessed, my brother. Kings and queens, be blessed. Invest in the private. Peace, community. Peace, Yvette. Always appreciate you coming in and, 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 you know, and giving your good words. Great, great advice, good wisdom. So, uh, always appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let me bring in. I'm, I'm out of here, man. Look at y'all. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just gonna pick one. How do I do this? I'm just gonna stay in line. I'm gonna take another caller, and I, I'm, I'm trying to. I, I get out of here. I've had a long day. I'm sorry, y'all, but I still love y'all. Y'all, y'all my people. Y'all my family. But I, I've had a long day. Let me go to. Mello, Mello, I'm going to come to you, man. Come to you. Uh, 205-0377. I think this is Mello, right? Uh, Peace, family. How you doing? No doubt. Doing well. Can you hear me, bro? Yeah, I can hear you. Peace. Great, great. Peace, bro. Yeah, definitely. It's another one, uh... Just getting off, you know what I'm saying? Pulling the shift. So, yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. It's another one. You know, another brick in the foundation again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, delivered by yours truly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, you definitely doing the work for your father. You definitely about your father's work. You know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's definitely truly honorable right there, bro. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I recapped on from the beginning, like, even when I take my notes. Like, I remember you and Sharif, you know, long ago, you know what I'm saying? You and the bro were saying, where, where's the most first, where's, you know, in setting up in trust, where's the most first valuable asset? And, and you know what I mean? The answer to that is yourself. You're your most first valuable, you know what I'm saying? The most asset. So, um, you know, while you're growing, while you learn it, while you learn to, you know, actually gather these other hard assets and whatnot, and, you know, tangible, tangible, you know what I'm saying, items, you learn to grow yourself, you know what I'm saying, by you still being the most biggest asset, you yourself is growing. So as you grow, the trust actually grows, honestly, solely, you know. So uh, to be, you know, to be able to be, Taken on, you know what I'm saying? By other, you know what I'm saying? I want to come through this right before that. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely what that is. So, um, yeah, man. Definitely powerful. It's another one. And um, still at it. Still at it, you know. 
we experienced a few wind turbulence, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A few bumps in the roads and whatnot. So, um, still got to deal with it, though. Still got to deal with it, no matter what. Got to get results. So, you know what I'm saying? No idea. Got to get it out the mud. Yeah, man. Keep pushing. Y'all got to keep pushing, man. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in. But yeah, man, the number one asset is the trustee. And, and you know, it, uh, you see it in the public, man. You know, executives and CEOs and stuff. The um, company takes out life insurance on the on the executives, on the CEOs and the CFOs, and you know, even mm-hmm. upper level management. They'll put life insurance policies on these individuals. And you know, if anything happens to them, it's not like you know the policy is going to be paid out to the family. No, it's going to the company. You know, that's a valuable right. Person, it's a, it's a valuable part of the company, and you know that's, that's a loss. Number one, and number two, you know they're going to need, we're going to use this, you know, this death benefit to go out and solicit another, you know, professional to replace this, you know, individual who was so valuable. So you know we're going to need this. So you know it's called key man insurance in the public, and you know right. definitely, right. definitely viable in the in the private. And, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, the, the administrators, you know, the human resources are the most important part of any entity, public public or private. That's hands down. True. True. That's true. Man. Man. So, I, 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 when we I go deep and just look into it, you know what I'm saying, it seems like now is the, the true values are the most ultimate value itself. Like, you got to be able to you know what I'm saying got to know your own self value if you don't then some other uh, entity or you know what I'm saying some other force will so yeah definitely man self value is ultimately what it is um, so I, I, I definitely I definitely see definitely see the connection and the pattern in that you know um, that's that's truly that's truly powerful, bro. I mean, definitely, it is. So uh, the trust, the trust is definitely, you know what I'm saying, you ultimately doing what you got to do and, and I, you know, holding up those, those, those are uh, carrying out those duties, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, well, not yourself. So that, that's truly what it is. And that's the same thing we would teach the children the heirs, that you are, like you said, find the most competent, and, uh, trustworthy, honorable, you know what I'm saying? Trustee carried out an administrator, uh, an administrator. That's that's what the true value is. So despite whatever the trust may have in it, within it holds the value of it, that, that's the true value of it. Those ones that carry it out. So I definitely see what that is. I'm going to definitely have to make sure I highlight that and make a note of that when speaking to the little ones to let them know because, you know, certain ones get caught up in what's in it and how much it's worth. But they need to know ultimately the true value and the price value of is, is you all, you know what I'm saying, who are actually keeping this within realm, you know what I'm saying, and keeping it valid. So, and thank you. Thanks again, bro. Definitely. Uh, I make sure that I, I have to notate this uh, in, in the conversations where with the little ones, so, and the children, the family. So, yeah, definitely. That's it. That's what it is, man. Thank you, though, bro. And I'm gonna definitely hit you up too, man. I definitely gotta, we gotta, I gotta, gotta let you, gotta inform you in on some things and whatnot, and um, see where we can go from there, man. 
Yeah, definitely. I look forward to it, man. Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. You know, definitely being a regular since pretty much since the old days when I was yeah, like what <laughs> like you said when I was doing shows with Sharif. Yeah. Well, I'm back. I appreciate you calling in, man. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to you hitting me up. I'll talk to you soon, right? No doubt, no doubt. In a minute, so be safe. Peace. Peace and love. Peace and love, man. In a minute. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. I love y'all. But, man, I'm out of here. Uh, getting tired, you know. Hopefully, I trust that, you know, this was a good show and y'all were able to get something from it. I feel a little drained, so hopefully y'all were getting something from it. But um, you know, it is what it is. You know, this is for y'all. Uh, when it goes when it goes down to it, I just want everyone to know that you know the biggest asset in the trust, like, like my man said, is the people and the successors. And um, how do you go private without any assets? If you don't have a private education, you can't. That's number one. Like I said, I could throw a, I could throw a whole trust estate at you with everything you need to you know properly administer it. If you don't know how to administer it, it does you no good. At all. Zero. Like I said, I just created another problem for you. Not a solution. So, you know, um, the asset can be anything. The asset can be, like I said, I think the most, the, the most significant and uh, stable thing you could use is some asset that, you know, it does not owe its existence to legislation or the public, you know, so something intrinsic like, you know, silver and gold. But those are assets. Your mind is an asset. Your skills are an asset. Uh, your specialized skills are an asset. Your communication skills, you know, um, your upbeat attitude, your problem-solving skills. All these things are assets, as well as, you know, the specific skills that you've learned or, you know, were taught over the years that you utilize to generate income. These are all assets. The knowledge that exists within your mind and the knowledge that you continue to expand upon within your mind is the most powerful asset you'll ever have. If you don't acknowledge the, the importance and the value with regards to this most powerful asset, which enables the labor of your vessel, someone else will and they will leverage their knowledge over yours and pay you a minimum or close to a minimum wage as little as possible so they can profit off of your labor and your specialized skills and you know your attitude and your uh, your attention to detail and your you know your go-go spirit with regards to this company And, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of positions. I mean, that's a position a lot of us are in. And, you know, a lot of us are now just waking up to realize our own value. And, I'm, you know, that makes me very happy. And, you know, this show is for y'all. This show is dedicated to all of the brothers and sisters that are now just beginning to wake up and understand their value. I love you. And, you know, whatever I can do to assist you in your awakening and in your journey, to a more powerful, proper, and legitimate status, I'm at your service. All praise is due to the Creator and the Ancestor, and I'm just doing my part. This, you know, this is not me. I, I cannot tell you enough. This is not me. I'm just, I'm just a vessel, and um, I feel like you know, 
you know, and give thanks. But in the meantime, you know, that being said, I appreciate y'all checking out the show. <clears throat> Join me next week. I'm going to put another show together uh, for next week. I might bring, you know, Brother Tehran on, uh, you know, the, the credit guru. Like, I call him a guru. This dude does, he does fantastic things. I mean, brother is cold. And, you know, it's definitely one of those situations where, you know, he didn't. Maybe he didn't understand or wasn't aware of the private, but he did invest in his private education with regards to uh, consumer credit, and credit funding and repair and all that stuff. So um, he's going to come on. If it's not next week, it'll be the week after. But, uh, you know, y'all definitely invest in your private education. Email me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com if there's anything I can do for you. Also, you want to participate in the Jubilee free trustee training. Um, you know, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the uh, foundation on YouTube, like the Twitter, the Instagram, and uh, you got to be on the email list at welcometothefoundation.com. Got two weeks to do all this, get it set up. I'm going to pick one person at random, one person that, that followed all the rules, man. It's five rules, man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email list. And uh, man, am I forgetting one already? Yes, YouTube channel, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email list. All oh, this should be the email list. That welcome you already on. You already on YouTube. You on Instagram every day. Y'all on Twitter and stuff, man. Don't say it's just the millennials and whatever. We all got some more followers these days. You know, you know what I'm saying. I saw a video, and I'm out of here. I saw a video. They must have put the filter. They you know, gave the phone to Grandpa, and he was looking in the, in the camera. It was a bit of, like some flower filter on his on his forehead. <laughs> he was trying to get off get off his head. I love y'all, man. Check me out next week. Um, High Frequency Radio Network. Um, welcome to the foundation. Uh, welcome to the foundation. Sign up for the email list. Make sure you do that. I'm, got a lot of people on the email list, and then like I said, if you if you if you sign up for the email list, you're gonna see a screen that says. Look for your email and you know opt in. To, it's not going to send you an email. You're already on the email list. Um, just not changed. It's not up to date. But it's all good. But as always, I love y'all. Y'all have a great week, a wonderful week. Enjoy yourself. You know, um, love yourself. Uh, hug someone close to you. You know what I'm saying? Just show love. Be loved. And uh, you know, before you go to bed tonight, you know, I want you to think of ten things that you're thankful for. You know what I'm saying, and smile before you lay down. And you wake up in the mall, it's most important start your day off happy. And don't let no one take away from their happiness. That good feeling. I don't care if you're in traffic and someone cuts you off. That's because their life sucks. And there's nothing they can do about it. You're about to do something about your life. So, you know, be happy about that. And as always, admin at Welcome to the Foundation. If there's anything I can do. I love y'all. Like I said... And I'm here for y'all. And this is why I do it. And, you know, y'all catch me next week. Uh, Be safe. Uh, Be easy. And uh, peace to the gods. High Frequency Radio.